something to say about these sports kita year end awards and it's not going to be pretty for the other people doing award shows because all these other polls are fixed they are all homers whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction there was no trying to convince me one way or another this was a straight poll i know a lot of people from russo's brand a lot of people were involved in this poll a lot of great former wrestlers and i know they were honest to the t nobody tried to sway anybody in any way so i give credit to sports kita for having the first ever legitimate let me say that again legitimate year-end awards congratulations to you sports kita We got a lot of news today. We got a lot of news today. If you love kicking in a forbidden door, well, it's become a revolving door, and someone big is coming through it. Who is showing up that is a free agent that is going to slam the door behind them, apparently, in the words of Tony Khan? Is his internet social media hype going to deliver tonight on Dynamite? We will find out, and we have more details on who that potential person could be. Kurt Angle has revealed more about his current role or the role he was supposed to have recently in WWE. Plus, a lot more news about Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and tag team gold aspirations. We have a lot to get into on today's Sports Kita Wrestling Top Story of the Day. You share the link or you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. If you're live or on demand, you know what to do. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Thank you to the more than 25,000 that are following on YouTube. The more than 2.9 million impressions that we've made uh, with and videos. And millions. And millions on Facebook. So we're very, very thankful to you guys. I'm Kev Kellum. That is Jose G and Jeremy Bennett. A lot to jump into today, guys. Uh, a lot of anticipation for today with All Elite Wrestling. And Tony Khan has been the internet hype man for this for about a week or so. Uh, definitely leading the weekend with several different tweets that have indicated that a big debut is occurring on tonight's Dynamite. Uh, and Fightful Select, old millennial Meltzer himself, Sean Rossett, reporting something just in the last few minutes before we went live today. Jeremy, what do we got? Uh, we got a couple of reports. Uh, first off, uh, Fightful, a couple of Fightful Select reports. Of course, uh, they talked about during the uh, List Goes On show today. Uh, they revealed they, they have collectively heard throughout the week of the surprises and, of course, the talking about the Forbidden Door and, of course, talking about Keith Lee. Of course, Forbidden Door kind of used a little loosely here because Keith Lee is actually a free agent. A lot of people uh, thought with vague tweets that were referring to New Japan star Switchblade Jay White as the possible surprise with multiple reporters mm -hmm. hearing uh, that he was that potential surprise. Fightful could not confirm nor deny that, but there was speculation for Jay White. Uh, then, literally, minutes ago, Fightful Select dropping the knowledge that uh, they have learned that Keith Lee is planned for a run in AEW, and that run is to come into the company uh, imminently. Uh, though the past, uh, throughout the past weekend, talent began speculating that Lee would be joining AEW, as we mentioned on the top story earlier mm -hmm. in the week, that that was the consensus of who that might be tonight. Still, 
Uh, they said it's not a sure thing. Uh, Lee is headed to AEW, but not a sure thing about tonight. So they are still kind of keeping tight-lipped on who is going to be there tonight. Uh, there is, uh, it's going to be most likely going to be the guy that's going to face Isaiah Cassidy in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, qualifier for the, uh, face of the revolution ladder match that will take place. And, uh, so that is not sure if Lee's going to debut there or not. So it doesn't mean it necessarily is Lee tonight. It could be somebody else, but, uh, obviously, uh, with, uh, learning that that was not their honeymoon photo. It was an old photo from almost a year and a half ago. They're working people. Keith Lee is definitely how in play. Dare, for how dare they use their social media to, to lead fans <laughs> on. Control people. I know for real. Uh, so uh, Keith Lee seems like the leader in the clubhouse right now, but still not 100% confirmed. Maybe somebody else comes in tonight. Keith Lee comes in later. Uh, the, but obviously we will find out in about an hour and a half. That's for sure. Uh, certainly yeah. compelling here, right, Jose? This is this is what they this is what they're known for. If AEW is going to have, and this is not a shot, if they're if they're not going to have the chunk of the pie that WWE has, they're certainly going to stir up their fan base to be anticipating Absolutely. something and, and get more people to tune in. You got, you, got, you got competition for the Olympics. You got competition on basic cable. They're still competing with everything else. Wednesday night is still their night. Uh, they've been above a million, a few, but this is going to be a show where I think. They, uh, you know, we have other people saying who's a needle movie here. Sean Lee saying uh, Keith Lee is a needle mover for them, uh, but that's that's to be seen here. Um, this is interesting. This is compelling, isn't it? I absolutely agree that it is compelling. It's very interesting. It's eyebrow raising. It's intriguing. Uh, you know, everything that we've been reporting is just kind of lining up to what we're going to be seeing tonight. Hopefully, um, you know, but it's. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here, you know, because a lot of people want it to be Keith Lee. But what if it's not Keith Lee? Then people are going to be upset and bitch about that, you know? So one thing that I can tell you for but, certain yeah. is that even though that Tony Khan is a businessman, the guy is a hell of a promoter. The guy yeah. the guy knows how to rile up and work social media and get you talking and get you riled up and get you interested about something right yeah doesn't matter who it is because whoever he brings out what if he brings out a new japan guy yeah the aew people will pop up people that don't follow wrestling like that who are you know casual fans they're not going to know who tamatanga is they're not going to know who jay white is the aew crowd is because that's their base right Mm-hmm, but yeah. again, it's not appealing to the commercial crowd. The, so it has to be a massive name. He says it's a big signing. Who is it going to be? I don't know. Now I'm starting to lean to someone from WWE. Yeah, because like it's weird though when you say casual. Like Keith Lee wasn't a big star to the casual fan because he was booked poorly on the main roster, but yet he was a star to those that watched NXT, which is more of a diehard crowd. Um, Tony Khan also appeared on busted open radio this morning and said, uh, this about tonight's episode, I will say, I'm going to try and satisfy a lot of fans tonight. I've had a lot of thoughts over the weekend about how to do that and what that means. I think we're going to have a great show. I've pivoted on some plans, even in the last few days in a good way to make the show even better. I think it's just going to be an awesome night. There are a lot of fun things already announced and there's more things we're going to do that we have not announced yet. One thing we've teased that there's going to be a surprise debut. Somebody who has signed a contract with AEW. That person's going to debut tonight in a match with Isaiah Cassidy, where the winner goes to the face of the Revolution ladder match at the pay-per-view. I'm excited for this person to make their debut, and there's more exciting stuff, too. So, it's Shane McMahon. 
So uh, we, so it is confirmed there. So it, he is going to be uh, taking on Isaiah Casty now. Well, maybe Tony's swerving us, and we have two big debuts tonight. Maybe, uh, maybe Cross and Scarlett. I think we're show gonna up. get more than one. I think we're gonna get more than one tonight. Um, yeah, I said I swerve think... last night, but then S then our very own SP3 let me know that that honeymoon photo was not a honeymoon photo. So then I'm like, ah, it's Keith Lee, and it's almost like Keith Lee wanted you to think he wasn't gonna be there, and he is now. Right? Now, now, swerve. Could I, the, I, I, mind swerve you, I could. I don't blame him for doing it. No, I don't either. I mean, I everybody don't blame him for doing it. A lot of wrestlers troll on the internet. Bailey, for example, has been doing it a lot lately. Yeah. Uh, yes. Now, who's to say it can't be Swerve that debuts in that, and then Keith Lee shows up at the end of the night? You know, you know, there's some there's some wild things that Tony could have up his sleeve tonight. But I'm uh, hoping that all the hype behind tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite reflects later on in the ratings because yeah. last week. With MJF and CM Punk, it was highly, highly anticipated, and they didn't break a million. Yeah, they did close to it. It was still fair rating. I mean, mind you, that but they didn't over- break it. Numbers and numbers, I, Kevin. I, I got to say this as a media person. Every time ratings come out, and this is across the board, this includes WWE or anything. Anytime those rating comes out, the margin of error is not like ten or fifteen percent for an overnight rating. The margin of error is thirty to forty. So you're you're definitely breaking a million on that show. Is it going to be above a one point five or something like that? Because all oh, the raw numbers are the worst they've ever. Uh, was like they're still they're still clearing like two two and a half million people a week. That's just in the United States. It's not it's not a that's that's a domestic number, and it doesn't include Hulu, and it doesn't include on demand or DVR uh, past seventy two hours. It doesn't include Hulu at all. It doesn't include clips, social media stuff. So I mean, Dynamite's going to reach millions of people tonight. Raw reached millions of people last night. NXT reached millions of people on, on, on a weekly basis. And no matter how many people want to uh, f- figure that in. And then they talk about demo numbers and all these different things because it's tribalism. And they want to be able to win an argument with a stranger on the internet they're never going to meet. Um, the, inter- the, the ratings, the Nielsen rating system is broken. F- is beyond broken. It, it's, a, it's extremely. Flawed. Think about this, guys. If the three of us were Nielsen households, okay, we would represent hundreds of thousands of viewers mm. how do the three of us represent hundreds of thousands of viewers and, and my cable provider is youtube tv so yeah so and and then the youtube those youtube tv numbers they're a marginal part of an overnight rating which i don't understand because there's more people that are doing that type of alternative cable internet cable type presentation so i mean it's a whole different thing you know uh and ratings don't mean shit they do mean shit because they they base your rates of advertising and different things like that so you still have to play that game they still have to play that game. That's the business they're in. That's what their TV rates are determined by. There's just, and, there's more you know. channels, but there's also more ways to view your product. So exactly. sure that there's more channels. So your Nielsen rating goes down, but there's also more ways to consume the product that, that are not seen in a Nielsen rating. I saw 20 minutes of NXT live last night, and then I watched the rest when I got home today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so like, did, did I not watch NXT? Yeah. Am I not I, a viewer? I would, like, what is that? You know, yeah, I went, I went to Jackass, so I didn't watch it until I watched the whole thing like uh, an hour after it was off the air. So, yeah. So, I mean, Jackass, good by the way. Oh yeah, it, I've heard uh, good things. It, right it, now, it, I'm binging. Uh, I'm binge watching Succession. If you've never watched Succession, I highly recommend it. Uh, and uh, so I watched that before I watch NXT because all I want to do is just fast forward, and I'll just spend like 45 minutes watching. And, and while, we're, while we're on the alternative cable thing, Jeremy, it's, Andrew, it's YouTube, Andrew, it's yeah, YouTube Andrew's TV. 
Yeah, it's YouTube TV. It's not YouTube. It's YouTube TV. So it's their cable. It's like Sling TV. Uh, what yeah. other you know? Uh, Hulu Live TV. It's the live subscription that you know you pay sixty five a month for. So yeah, TNT is on YouTube TV or well TBS too now. Yeah. All right, let's get into this Kurt Angle story. Kurt Angle uh, was present. I saw him. It was not a hidden secret that he was in St. Louis during Royal Rumble week where they were filming a lot of different things for WWE Network on Peacock. And Kurt revealed on his own podcast that he had uh, been pitched for a multi-week role in WWE. Now, Fightful Select is uh, revealing here that this role would have been him a part of the current RK Bro versus Alpha Academy angle, which has seen them been doing these kind of like in-ring skits and the scholastic uh, decathlon they've been doing, a la Billy Madison. Uh, What you just said was the stupidest thing I have ever heard, and we're all dumber for having heard it. Billy Madison, go seek it (laughs) out. Comedy classic. Uh, So I would have loved if Kurt Angle got to drop that line on somebody. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, so he was supposed to be a part of this, and they were going to make it like a three eyes challenge, which I thought was actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, For whatever reason, they backed away from doing that, and then he also would have been a potentially a special guest referee for the elimination for the elimination chamber. And so I'll tell you what, incredible. That would have been awesome. I'll tell you what. I wonder. You know. You know why they nixed those plans? Because they realized they could put their trust in Chad Gable to perform, and he's been performing. He's great. Yeah. These last three weeks, I think they realized. I think they realized once they started this challenge three weeks ago, mm-hmm. well, two weeks ago, the first week of the challenge, they realized, oh, we don't really need Angle now. I think. Shush! <laughs> Shush! Don't, don't boo education. Don't boo education. That needs to be on a T-shirt too. I'm surprised it's not on a T-shirt yet. I am the master. I graduated <laughs> with a master's degree with an impeccable 4.0. Oh, Thank you. No, no, don't do that. Don't boo education. I love it. It's great. Ham. It's Ham. absolutely great. Ham. Ham. I think, uh, I, I think listen, that's why. doing some great stuff right now, and I think they're yeah. I think they're priming him up for a singles run. Don't be surprised if he's in the in the in the top tier mm-hmm. of Monday Night Raw in the next year or two. I I think that's why they they decided okay, Angle, we don't need you because they realized finally that you know it took him a long time, but they realized Gable can do what he's been doing these past this past month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's nice that Kurt Angle can still have a role on television. I think that it's worth noting he's still Kurt Angle. Uh, is he going to be able to physically do some of the things he used to do? No, I think he would have been given given someone people an angle slam, maybe a couple ankle locks. You know, like we've seen Stone Cold do when his in ring days were done. Did that for years after his his competitive in ring days were done. So, and and also Kurt did have a role as a producer in WWE before the pandemic started. I spoke with people that were producing with WWE at the time as well and said that he was kind of just getting the hang of it. And they, t- and he was the, the idea was it was going to take him a while to make this transition into a completely new role in his life, but they wanted his intelligence for wrestling and sports to be involved. Uh, having him a part of your company, I think is really, really keen. I think he'd be a great asset to NXT if they could get him there and he could really develop something, especially when you're bringing in athletes and collegiate athletes, and you want to turn them into this is the guy who's made that transition the best. Never thought about that. That's actually a really great point, just because him along with Shawn Michaels working behind the scenes with the NXT talent, I think that could make it make actually could approve what NXT 2.0 is trying to do right now. Uh so yeah, I think that's a great idea, Kevin. And even if you want to have him involved with the next in line program where he's recruiting, he would be a great recruiter because he understands 
the development of a collegiate athlete and how hard of a switch that is to go to this very physical form of entertainment. He'd be the best guy for it here. Let's jump into story number three, guys. Story number three. Hey, this one's interesting. Before before we jump into our last story of the day, we we got to plug in. Plug, 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 plug. Re- we got to plug in bro. the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards, bro. guys. Bro. So if bro. you guys didn't catch the very top of the show, bro. Our, our, our legion of uh, Raw host, Vince Russo, had a message regarding the Sports Keto Wrestling <laughs> Awards because there's all these different awards among the internet mm-hmm. wrestling community, mm-hmm. but we all know that those awards are not taken by the people. Those are polls internally, so they're really, really skewed. So Vince Russo has a message for every single one of you guys that tune in here to the top story and have voted and are about to vote. You know what? Let me just shut up and let me just play the video. I got a little something to say about the Sports Kita Year End Awards. And it's not going to be pretty for the other people doing award shows. Because all these other polls are fixed. They are all homers. Whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction. There was no trying to convince me one way or another. This was a straight poll. I know a lot of people from Russo's brand. A lot of people were involved in this poll. A lot of great former wrestlers. And I know they were honest to the T. Nobody tried to sway anybody in any way. So I give credit to Sports Kita for having the first ever legitimate, let me say that again, legitimate year-end awards. Congratulations to you, Sports Keeper. So, guys, to keep track of uh, who's going to be winning these awards, make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere. We got tons of interviews with a lot of the panelists that are going to be on there. Panelists like Rob Van Dam, got Rob Van Dam, the whole damn show, all right? We're going to have Adam Shear, Braun Strowman. He's going to be one of the panelists, DDP. So I'm interested big- to hear his take. I'm so really it's a big, big state. panel among the wrestling community picked by you guys. You guys have the power, so make sure you go vote right now. SportsKita.com forward slash wrestling dash awards. Do and that they're saying right the small now. awards, already 10,000 votes have been casted worldwide. So that, that's pretty significant. You know, we're, we're, and, the, and then com- combining it in with the expert version of this, too, you know, uh, this is quite the event. I think some of the nominations have already like, oh, this person's not there. This person's there. That's every award show. We were to start yesterday. The Oscar nominations came out. People were like, yes. how did this movie not get nominated? It's every award show. It or, I really think this person needs to win. So it go happens. see the nominees. Go pick the matches. And it isn't just best wrestler of the year. We have. Best male wrestler, best female wrestler, best match. And then we also have best heel, best villain who played the role specifically the best. So we get into the specifics as well. So definitely go check it out. Sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. That is sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. Let's get into story number three if we can. Ronda Rousey. Uh, coming in from the MMA world, I just recorded a very, very cool video. I think it's dropping very soon uh, about her making the transition from a mother back into WWE. That video will be dropping tonight on our Facebook feed and our WrestleBinge channel. Uh, she has expressed a desire to be a tag team champion with 
her four horsewomen of MMA partner, Shayna Baszler, who has also collected WWE gold in her own, right? She was a tag team champion as well, Shayna Baszler, and a former NXT champion. Interesting here, the two of them as a tag team, that would really do something. You know, that star power of Ronda is undeniable. And uh, obviously, Shayna's already proven herself quite a bit here in WWE. It would be quite compelling, wouldn't it, Jeremy, to see these two as a tag team? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ronda Rousey was recently uh, on her uh, Facebook page uh, doing a gaming stream, and a, a, a viewer had asked about uh, them teaming up in WWE, and Ronda said, quote, me too. I want to tag with Shayna so bad, guys. Just make demands for it online nonstop. They look at that shit. Uh, so she also went on and said that she believes they could hold tag team gold together and encourages fans to make it trend online so WWE can pay attention to the demands. She went on to say, me and Shayna should be tag champs. Guys, make it a trend. They, they'll pay attention. Keep asking for it. They, they pay attention to socials is what Rhonda says. It would be uh, certainly interesting here to see them come back with a superpower tag team like this, a mega power. They kind of tried this a little bit. With she- put some relevance on the women's yeah. tag team titles because they have not been relevant ever since Queen Zelina and Carmella got a hold of them. It's mm. not a knock on any of them. No, it's just they just they just aren't featured enough. They're, they're just not, just not well, featured. Yeah. They're just not booked well, you know, because yeah. they're both really great talents individually. I just don't think that they very they mesh very well now. On the other hand, we got Ronda and Shayna, one for two, two out of the four horsewomen of MMA becoming tag team champions. I think that'll put some immediate relevance on those titles. Uh, Stephen Chambers saying, "Be cool to see Ronda and Shayna tag teaming. WWE needs more tag teams. Unreal. The Carmella and Vac- uh, uh, Vega tag team. Uh, they're only uh, they're the only team right now." True. Uh, Mika saying WWE dropped the ball with the WWE Horsewomen versus the MMA Horsewomen storyline. That was teased in NXT years ago. Uh, that is a reference if you don't know what that is. Uh, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, prominent MMA fighters, were also in the WWE system at one point, along with Ronda and Shayna. And then you have the, they were the four horsewomen of MMA, and they were they were always throwing as training partners. They were always throwing up the big four. Uh, Ronda's a big wrestling fan. She worked that into that that culture. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. There's a lot of MMA people that are wrestling fans too. So they carry that over to their, their transition to pro wrestling itself with WWE. And then you have these uh, established stock of in wrestling come from wrestling talents that came up at NXT about five, six years ago in Bailey, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, they were the four horsewomen, and they had their big moment where they threw up the big four fingers and showed what they meant to WWE in Brooklyn at NXT TakeOver a few years ago. If you've never seen that TakeOver, it's one of the better WWE shows the last decade, right? So Go see the it. Greatest NXT show of all time, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Sasha and Bailey. Amazing. And the end of the show is all four of them throwing those fingers up. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, that did they drop the ball with that? I think they did. But I always think there's still time. There's still a few years a year where you can come back to that and do that again if you want to. Uh, I know Marina Shafir is still a little active here with wrestling, doing some stuff with AEW quietly. Jessamyn Duke, I'm not clear on what her status was. Both of them were released. So they were released in the big crop of different things. Shane are still very active in the system. She's just doing her gaming stuff right now. We're we're living in the weirdest timeline, you know, because just imagine if COVID wouldn't have happened and nothing in the world wouldn't have shut down and Ronda would have come back and decided not to have her kid, right? Maybe we would have had that because right now Becky's coming into her prime. Mm -hmm. Charlotte is still on the cusp of getting into her prime. Like Bailey's back in the day now. 
Bailey's going to be back any day now, right? And she is right up there getting into her prime as well um, when she had that tremendous run in 2020, you know? Uh, dude, all of these women, Sasha Banks, also another one that's all the way up there in her prime. Right now would be, within the next year or two, would be the perfect moment to pull the trigger on that if we can get Marina Shafir and uh, and I forget the other ones. Uh, that's uh, Roderick Strong's wife. Um, what's her What's her name? Marina Shafir. No, Marina Shafir and the other one. What's the other? Uh, Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke. Duke. Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke. That'll be the time to maybe get a reunion. And I don't know. You know, you can live in a perfect world, but I don't think that's going to happen right now. We we have, we had another story. I know this is on the lighter back end of different things with AEW. Is the focus is who they're bringing in, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I wanted to cover this before we sign off here and try and get it away from that conversation, which is one that people are excited about and it's very fun and it's very eager. And like I know, Jeremy, you and I have talked about this before, and I've talked about it with you separately, Jose. Uh, but now you got Tony Khan going on the record because he has to. Because he's so open and transparent as a promoter. He's so not WWE and how he's operating things, right? He's not, he's, he is the company. He's the face of AEW. He's going to tell you uh, to, to almost the, all the complete degree of how he wants to operate the company. WWE, they won't do that. They'll promote, they'll promote, the promote market, but they, maybe they don't have to. Khan's different. It's a smaller scope. So he's going to pull back the curtain a little bit, but still keep it close in terms of these big surprises. Now, he's going on the record here. And it said, I have to make difficult decisions in terms of who gets to keep their contracts. Uh, this was a very interesting and very revealing thing. And you can tell mm. the wording was very selective in this quote that, that, that ran here uh, this week and in, in a certain report. Um, I got, I, we've heard it for a while that their, their role is not going to be, we're not going to release anyone unless they're like, they cause a problem or they do something they have, they've done it with a few people. Right. But we're not going to release you. We're just going to let your contract ride out. And then, and then he kind of had to save face in the same quote saying, I employ people during the pandemic when we weren't using them on television. And that was our first year of TV, which is completely true. You know, he's giving them work, right? Um, but we're cutting off the gravy train here at some point because I'm yeah. bringing in a lot of new talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about this statement? Because this was he was also saying I have to judge them based on their fan response. And that's true. I think as a business person, you know, as a business person, you have to keep what's going to make sense for your company. You know, if you're bringing on talent that's going to move the needle and put the uh, uh, put more eyes on your product, then you're going to have to trim some of that fat that's not putting the eyes on the product you know what i'm saying from mm -hmm. you so i'm i i'm taking his well, that statement as a business person because i think like that myself i think you know I, I run my own business at home you know with all the other stuff that i do here so i'm thinking what's going to be better from a company standpoint and I got to make sacrifices. I think he also said, I, I can't, I can't uh, buy out any, everyone's, you know, free agency contract. You know, I can't do that. Some people are going to have to let their contracts expire and that's okay. You know, maybe he can pay him per match appearance or something like that. Uh, but you know, when he says something like that, he's looking in the longevity of the company, which I applaud him for. And hopefully this big signing is going to put some eyes on the product. Yeah, I mean, he's just telling the truth. You can't re, you know, you're signing a lot of people. Absolutely. That means you can't re-sign these people you've originally brought in, unfortunately. Um, and uh, you know, people are wondering, well, how, how are you going to fit everybody in? Well, there's going eventually people are not going to be re-signing. Some people will choose not to re-sign. Some people AEW will choose not to re-sign them. So, 
uh you know there's going to be a lot of movement within the next year because a lot of contracts are going to be running out of those initial contracts that came and you're gonna you're gonna see people that were in all elite wrestling get picked up by wwe or get picked up by impact or get picked up by new japan or vice versa uh and it's a matter of this and i think this is going to be a hard pill for some AEW fans to swallow is the idea that AEW is going to let some people go uh but the way they're doing it is definitely like I'm not going to do what WWE did where they just they're just releasing people in budget cuts. Right. Uh, we're not we're not going to do that. We're just going to let our contract go it's up. A, yeah. So, to me, it's much more of a PR move. It's much more of a PR move. It's much more of a we're going to give you the least amount of money while we're not using you. And then contracts done. And mm-hmm. why don't you why don't you say something nice about us on Twitter and we'll bring you back for a couple shots here and there. Yeah. As so, far as w- SMAEW talent going to a- uh, to WWE, you know, as far as with all the stuff that we've seen these last six months with all the releases and then the new direction of where the company is going, I don't expect WWE to sign any any like low name AEW talents. If they are going to sign a, uh, an AEW talent, it's going to be someone big like MJF, right? Like someone that's gonna that's been creating waves. If I'm Brian and- Cage, I'd want to be on SmackDown now. You know, like ain't, there, there's ain't some he guy injured right now, though. Who knows? He's wrestling indies. <laughs> you know, he's wrestling. He's oh, he was doing well. a match with Hammerstone this uh, like last weekend. I can tell you yeah. that Hammerstone. I, I worked AAW. I was at. Hey, is Hammerstone the show tonight? No, no, no. He's he's in Las Vegas wrestling Brian Cage. Yeah, he wrestled Jonah a couple weeks ago in Iowa. Yeah, so that'd be a great get. That would be a and, great and you, get. And you I mean, got that guy. They do not. There is no plan for him. You know, there is there is no plan for a guy like that. And there are some people that, that uh, AEW did decide to resign and did want to keep and did want to keep going with. There's some other guys there that I could see are on the older end that maybe are looking at now the producer stage of their career. Oh, that's or, why Kazarian just signed a deal. So yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, there'll, there'll be some talent there that'll become a part of the open market. Independent wrestling is gonna be really fun here in the next few months. I'm waiting and, for yes. like, uh, I'm, wait, yeah. I'm waiting for all those announcements for yeah. WrestleMania I mean, week. Matt Cardona we had Matt, that great wave between 2014 and 2016 in independent wrestling and just mm-hmm. how amazing it was. We're yeah. starting to get that again now in 2022. Sorry, and, and Matt Cardona is proof that you don't need to be on yes. a big televised brand in Absolutely. order to make a living in the independence. And I mean, look, at, just look at the reaction Marco Stunt got when he returned to GCW. You know, he's going to do fine in GCW and other promotions as well if AEW doesn't retain him. Uh, but right now, uh, both Marco, uh, especially Janela, is still on the table. There's it's not a done deal that they're not going to get re-signed, but um, you you got to wonder though at that, that point too. So, but also they're in a position where they don't need to keep everyone, you yep. know. So yep. that, that's part of it, you yep. know. That is it's just unfortunate, you know what I mean? It's you don't have enough television, you, you don't have enough time on TV to feature all these people, and mm-hmm. that's the truth of the matter. It's unfortunate. Uh, what's going to happen with our uh, show? Uh, so we're going to have an AEW post show that isn't going to be on our main Facebook channel, and it's still something that's annoying, but. We're going to be on our Sports Key to All Elite Wrestling channel tonight after yep. AEW, covering the big surprise with Dynamite, covering what's going on with NXT. Dolph Ziggler showing up at NXT? That was awesome. Nah, that was a good segment. Loved it. Loved that it. That was a good segment. Uh, some very good stuff there on NXT this week. So, yeah, so uh, we'll be sure covering that. The debrief yeah, coming sure up tonight at 9 Central. 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Uh, and you can get that on demand as well uh, as well on our podcast channel. We're dropping a bunch of different audio on there as well. If you want to check it out on Spotify, on Apple, give us a five-star review on there too. Yeah, guys, that's tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. 
myself and Rico El Glorioso on the debrief covering NXT and AEW Dynamite. It should be a good show. So make sure you all make, if you're watching and you can, we usually watch us on Facebook, go ahead and like the Sports Kita All Elite page. Let's go ahead and do that. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Do your plugs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be live doing stand-up comedy Thursday night in Madison, Wisconsin at Red Rock Saloon. You can see my comedy and all my clips and dates and stuff like that at my website, kevinkellum.com. And I'm on the radio as well. Uh, you can catch me on 97.7 QLZ in Springfield and on 104.90 X in Rockford, Illinois. Those are streaming on TuneIn. They're streaming on Odyssey, any of the different apps worldwide. Jeremy, what's going on with you? Are you are you uh, now going to join the cast of Jackass? I should. No, I, I, there was a lot of inflicting pain to the balls that I do not want to take part in uh, a lot of that. But it was good. It was hilarious. No, nope, 32 movie. minutes in balls were referenced. OK, uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say I heard no, there's ball- a lot of male genitalia in the movie. Yeah. Balls were referenced in the movie literally uh, from second one. So uh, just follow me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. I'll be live tweeting the good the good times tonight. So uh We'll see what goes down tonight. So follow me on the Twitter, and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be yapping throughout the show. Give me guys, go ahead and give me a follow on all my socials on Instagram, Twitter, on TikTok at Jose G Official. I'm very active on all of those. So make sure you go ahead and give me a follow. I'll be live tonight again at 10 p.m. here on the Debrief on Sports Get a Wrestling. And as always, we say this to you: no matter who comes through that door tonight, you're watching because you want to have fun. Okay, and just take a deep breath. Let the good guys be good guys. Let the bad guys be bad guys. Boo them. Cheer them. Get off your seat. All right? Get off the dirt sheet. Get off your seat. And enjoy wrestling. That's right. Enjoy it. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. (laughs) Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out.